0: News. It's one o'clock. I'm Judd as The headlines. Worries over rising U.S. interest rates leads to sharp losses in the local stock market. The government's reportedly agreed to a deal to build hundreds of transitional homes at three industrial buildings in East Kowloon. And the wife of former Malaysian Prime Minister Najib Razak pleads not guilty to money laundering charges related to the 1MDB investment fund scandal. Fears about an extended series of interest rate hikes by the U.S. Federal Reserve helped push Hong Kong stocks sharply lower this morning. In line with the Asia-wide sell-off, the Hang Seng Index ended the morning down 1.7%, or 456 points, to 26,635. The director of Philip Asset Management, Louis Wong, says he expects further losses in the afternoon.
1: I think it was mainly attributable to the rise in U.S. bond use uh, as economic data released overnight showed that the U.S. economy was growing very strongly. Uh, That helped push 10-year bond yield and also the 30 bond yield to higher levels. And uh, high interest rates uh, is not positive to the Hong Kong market. In view of the buying interest in the morning, I'm afraid that this weakness uh, in the market will continue in the afternoon.
0: The government's reportedly reached a deal to convert three industrial buildings in East Kowloon to transitional housing for hundreds of people currently queuing up for public flats. The Federation of Public Housing Estates quoted Housing Secretary Frank Chan as saying during a meeting yesterday that the landlords have already agreed to the plan. 500 units of around 400 square feet each are expected to be available for a monthly rent of between three dollars to $4,000. Union representatives are piling on the pressure on employers to accept enhanced subsidies, reportedly being offered by the government as an incentive for them to stop counting MPF payments towards severance and long service payments. A government source has said subsidies to businesses will be drastically increased to $29 billion over 25 years, but business representatives have yet to endorse the new package. Federation of Trade Unions member Bill Tang, who's also a member of the the Labour Advisory Board, says the new offer is plenty generous and urged employers not to be so greedy.
1: The government's revised the proposal actually is a very good echo to uh, business size concern. Uh, I urge government and all sides, all parties in, in Hong Kong uh, make their proposal to be in effect to help um, to uh, cope with the problem of aging.
0: Details of the MPF plan is expected to be announced in next Wednesday's policy address. Chief Executive Carrie Lam is also expected to announce a four-week extension to maternity leave during her policy address. The government's expected to offer to pay to extend the leave period from 10 to 14 weeks. Mr Tang says that while that's a positive development, he wants women who have miscarriages to also be entitled to 14 weeks leave.
1: Because uh, now such um, unlucky pregnant uh, employee, they only use their sick leave to recover their their howl. Uh, it is not ideal. We suggest the uh, maternity leave uh, reform should cover such problems, such uh, defects of uh, present uh, system. And at the same time, we uh, also uh, suggest that the government should make amendment of a law to protect dependent uh, uh, employees who finish the leave and then go back to their, their, their work. Actually, they cannot be resided
0: the unionist also says the law should be amended so that women who have just taken on new jobs would be eligible for maternity leave. Currently, only women who have been with the company for at least 40 weeks are eligible. Dozens of pro-establishment heavyweights have come together in a show of support for prospective LegCo candidate Yan Chan. Politicians from pro-government parties, local delegates to the National People's Congress, and ex-officials, including former Security Secretary Lai Tung Kwok, were among over a 100 people to attend a campaign rally in Tau Wan before she formally submitted her papers to election authorities. Ms Chan, a former political assistant to former Health Secretary Ko Man, has said she has no party or political affiliation She's seeking to run in next month's LegCo by-election for Kowloon West. Other candidates who have filed papers include Labour Party's Lao Sil Lai and former pro-democracy legislator Frederick Fung. The Consumer Council is urging the government to tighten regulations of unscrupulous sales practices to better protect elderly consumers. The watchdog says a study it conducted suggests that elderly people are more prone to being persuaded by sales pitches and are more susceptible to buying things like expensive smartphones they don't actually need. It also says older consumers are less likely to complain. Council spokesman Clement Chan was asked what the government can do.
1: Of course, you know, there will be a whole myriad of uh Potential and possible steps, uh, including uh, whether there should be some sort of guidelines coming through, uh, involvement of other stakeholders, such as uh, from the commerce side, from the um, NGOs, like our chairman alluded earlier, uh, and also at the community level whether we could have more sort of volunteers to be involved in uh, improving the uh, consumer environment for these groups, you know, for the uh, elderly group, Uh, uh, or, you know, sort of uh, potential things that the government could think about.
0: The wife of former Malaysian Prime Minister Najib Razak has pleaded not guilty to 17 charges of money laundering linked to a multi-billion dollar scandal at the 1MDB state investment fund. Rosma Mansour was detained by the anti-graft agency yesterday after it questioned her a third time over alleged theft and money laundering at the fund. Her husband is also making a separate appearance at the same court in Kuala Lumpur in connection with the alleged plunder of state funds. Indonesian authorities say they'll end search and rescue efforts tomorrow for survivors of last week's tsunami and earthquake that hit the island of Sulawesi. At least 1,400 people were killed in the disaster. The BBC's Mariko Oi, who's in Palu, says many people in the city are still looking for loved ones.
1: We came across a surgeon who said that his wife was missing for two days. He thought that she was probably dead. And then when he got home, she was there. She was returned safely by a stranger. And he told us how he felt like he was falling in love with her all over again. So there have been some happy stories, but of course, many more sad stories. And that effort will continue at least until Friday.
0: U.S. Vice President Mike Pence is accusing China of trying to undermine Donald Trump and his administration displays tough new rhetoric over Chinese trade and economic foreign policies. In prepared remarks for an appearance at the Hudson Institute, Mr. Pence says China is using its power in more proactive and coercive ways to interfere in domestic policies and politics of the United States. He adds that China wants a different American president. The vice president's speech comes a week after Mr. Trump accused China of interfering in American elections to help his democratic rivals. The British government says it believes Russian military intelligence and GRU is responsible for a series of cyber attacks on organisations spanning the world of politics, business, media and sport. The GRU is also alleged to be behind the nerve agent poisoning of the Russian double agent Serbis Gripal in Salisbury. The BBC's Gordon Carrera reports.
1: Britain's National Cyber Security Centre says it has high confidence that a group of hackers belonging to the GRU, often known as Fancy Bear, but also as Sandworm, Storm, and Cyber Caliphate, was almost certainly responsible for a series of cyber attacks. These include the hacking of the World Anti-Doping Agency, in which athletes' confidential medical files were stolen and released, an attack last year on the Ukrainian metro system and airport in Odessa, and the 2016 release of material from the US Democratic National Committee, already attributed by US authorities to Russia. The
0: US Senate is expected to receive the FBI's report on allegations of sexual misconduct against President Donald Trump's Supreme Court nominee, Brett Kavanaugh, in the next few hours. Mr Kavanaugh denies all allegations against him. From Washington, the BBC's Chris Buckler reports. FBI agents have spoken to a limited number of people as part of this reopened background check-in Brett Kavanaugh, including Deborah Ramirez, who claims Mr Kavanaugh exposed himself to her at a party when they were at college. They've also interviewed individuals named by him and another of his accusers, Christine Blasey Ford, during their testimony to the Senate Judiciary Committee last week. Republicans and Democrats remain bitterly divided over his nomination to the Supreme Court. Officials in the U.S. state of South Carolina say one police officer was shot dead and six others injured when they confronted a man holding children hostage at a home in the city of Florence. The attacker surrendered to police after a two-hour standoff. His identity and motive remain unclear. The lawyer for an American woman who's accused football star Cristiano Ronaldo of raping her nine years ago says she was emboldened to come forward by the Me Too movement. On Tuesday, police in Las Vegas said they'd reopened an investigation into the allegation by Catherine Mayorga that she was attacked in a hotel room. Her lawyer is Leslie Stovall.
2: The Me Too movement and the women who have stood up and disclosed sexual assaults publicly uh, has given... Catherine a lot of courage and has, to a great extent, enabled her to come forward and to file her civil complaint and also to go to the police department.
0: The Portuguese footballer has strongly denied the claim. The former Peruvian president Alberto Fujimori has been taken to a clinic hours after a judge annulled a pardon granted to him last year and ordered his return to prison. Mr Fujimori's lawyer has appealed, saying he suffers from heart problems and could die if sent back to jail. Mr Fujimori was granted a pardon and freed in December after serving less than half of a 25-year sentence for human rights abuses. His daughter, Keiko Fujimori, said her 79-year-old father had the right to a humanitarian pardon.
2: Today is one of the saddest days of our lives. It's extremely painful to know that a judge from our country has taken away my father's freedom,
3: saying that because he's not dying, he has no right to a humanitarian pardon.
0: Astronomers have found what appears to be the first moon detected outside our solar system. They believe the exomoon, about 8,000 light years away, is about the size of Neptune. Astronom- astronomers say it's the best evidence yet of a planetary satellite beyond our cosmic neighborhood. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 26,637. That's 453 points down on the previous close. Turnover stands at $42 billion. In currencies, the U.S. dollar is trading at 114.33 yen, the euro is standing at one U.S. dollar 14 cents, and the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars 13 cents. Now to sport, here's Adam Cheung. The New York Yankees blasted the
3: Oakland A's 7-2 in the American League card game to progress in Major League Baseball's postseason. Aaron Judge cracked a two-run homer in the first inning and the Yankees never looked back. Giancarlo Stanton also went deep for the Yankees, who will face the top-ranked Boston Red Sox in a best-of-five division series. Game 1 is Saturday morning Hong Kong time at Fenway Park in Boston. Ice hockey now. The Washington Capitals pounded the Boston Bruins to begin their Stanley Cup title defense with a bang. After raising their championship banner to the rafters, the Caps scored twice in the opening 90 seconds through T.J. Oshie and Evgeny Kuznetsov, who finished with two goals. Last season's finals MVP Alex Ovechkin was also on target as Washington won 7-0. However, the Capitals will be without Tom Wilson. Wilson for an extended period. The first line forward has been suspended 20 games by the NHL for a hit to the head of an opponent during a preseason game. Elsewhere on opening night, Austin Matthews scored twice, including the overtime winner in Toronto's 3 2 win over Montreal. All star centre John Tavares also scored on his Maple Leaf debut. To football in the European Champions League now, where Lionel Messi has guided Barcelona to victory over Tottenham. Sicilco loses out. Suarez allows it to run. Messi one on one makes it four two, and that is it. Lionel Messi with his second goal of the match. was the way it finished at Wembley as Messi scored twice to give Barca two wins out of two in this season's competition. The Spanish journalist Guillaume Bellegay says we've come to expect such performances from Messi.
1: It's wonderful that every time we see something like this, we go like, wow, what, what was that? But this was not even his best night in Europe. And that's the extraordinary thing. Today, he had more than just uh, affecting the game with goals, of course. He had much more than that. He could, he could have scored four goals. But we've seen this few times already. I mean, we're so absolutely lucky to be part of, uh, of, his, of his lifetime.
3: Lorenzo Insignia scored a dramatic late winner to give Napoli a 1-0 victory against Liverpool in their Champions League game in Italy. Neymar scored a hat-trick as Paris Saint-Germain thrashed Red Star Belgrade 6-1 at Parc des Princes. Edison Cavani, Angel Di Maria and Kylian Mbappe were also on target for PSG. And that's your look at sports.
0: And the news: the top stories once again. Worries over rising U.S. interest rates leads to sharp losses in the local stock market. The government's reportedly agreed to a deal to build hundreds of transitional homes at three industrial buildings in East Kowloon. And the wife of former Malaysian Prime Minister Najib Razak pleads not guilty to money laundering charges. The news from RTHK. Yeah, yeah.